man, it's Donnie Baker. Hanging out by the post just like Cody Parkies. I swear to God. And I got people saying, oh, you shouldn't make fun of him. He's just a kicker. Ain't his fault. Well, who missed the kick, my fucker? Sure shit wasn't the cornerback. I know if I go to McDonald's and mess up my 10-piece, I don't drive across town to Arby's going, where's my dipping sauce, bitch? I think the worst part about being Cody Parkey is having a name Cody Parkey. Is he a kicky or the unknown Teletubby? One of the worst feelings in the world to, to let your team down. So I feel terrible. Uh, you know, I'm going to continue to put things in perspective. Um, continue to just put my best foot forward and, and just sleep, sleep at night knowing that I did everything in my power. If you listen to the show at all, you know that I'm a Bears fan. Pretty much lifelong. This just happened yesterday. So, yeah. We're going to talk about it. It's the Angry Man's Carousel. Fucking Monday to you two. <laughs> Jeez Louisa. Are you kidding me? Uh, welcome back to the Angry Man's Carousel, where we talk about anything and everything and that shit in between. Sometimes the uh, the bread doesn't make the sandwich. I know you uh, turkey, bacon, avocado, cream cheese, ciabatta. Sandwich lovers out there might disagree with me, but it won't be the last time you're wrong. Don't worry about it. Just go and brush your shoulders off, yoggle. So, um, sometimes sometimes it's just all about that peanut butter and jelly. Um, but uh, today we're going to be covering both slices of bread, peanut butter, jelly, glass of milk, sweet pickle, and everything else that would go with a wonderful summer uh, afternoon lunch. Um, We're going to talk about this game, um, but before we get into it really quickly, just want to say shout out to all of my listeners who have been sticking with me through thick and thin, um, uh, through those times where I didn't didn't, uh, record an episode for several weeks at a time, and for those times that I recorded several episodes in a row, um, and... uh, you know, sometimes when you do that, you sacrifice a little bit of, uh, you know, the quality of your content. But this is a, this is a, it's a, this is a process. This is a learning curve, and I think the show is going pretty, pretty fucking well. Um, uh, you may disagree. Um, if you do, why are you still here? <laughs> There's something you like about this show. There's something about this podcast that gives every listener out there the ability to connect emotionally, even if it is digitally, in a way that allows them to have an outlet for their anger or their frustrations or things that just baffle them or blow their mind as far as things that are happening in society and other countries, uh, in the workplace. And, uh, oh, I'm just happy to bring it to you. Today's episode is sponsored by 
this uh, great big fucking glass of water. It's water. You got to have it. So um, <laughs> let's get into it. Um, you heard on, on the intro of the show, Donnie Biker talking about uh, Cody Parkey's missed field goal. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, I'm sorry your parents never pushed you to play a sport, um, but it's the NFL playoffs, okay? It's a big deal. Um, it's it's The NFL is one of the highest uh, revenue-generating machines um, in all of North America, okay? If you don't know anything about the NFL or about football, well, you, you're just walking around with your eyes closed. Um, it might explain the way... The reason your face looks the way it does, you're constantly bumping into shit. You can't see where you're going. But anyway, the the NFL playoffs, it's playoffs. It's a big deal. Um, it's a lot of fun, even if you're not a football fan per se. Uh, everybody knows the Super Bowl. Most people either watch or listen to or hear about the Super Bowl or have interest in watching it. And we're then we're in the thick of it now, man. Wild card weekend is over. You got uh, the Colts blasting the fucking Texans at their house, which is hilarious. Andrew Luck is, whoo, I don't know. I don't know anybody that thought he would ever come back and be the same as he was before that surgery. He missed, what, almost two full seasons? Um, you got the Kansas City Chiefs waiting around to play them next weekend. Also in the AFC, you had... Uh, the Chargers going into Baltimore's house and uh, holding on for a, a tough, hard-fought win, man. That's Phillip Rivers. He is a he's a fucking leader, man. He's a monster. Um, I really I, I like the guy. A lot of people think he's a whiny little bitch, but uh, I, you know, whatever. Uh, I think he's uh, going to be a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. It may may take him a couple of times voting to get in, but anyway, we digress. Moving forward, um, the uh, first NFC game was Saturday, and uh, well, I've really got to stop listening to so much to Paulo and Bill Burr. I'm starting to fucking talk like them. Um, the The first NFC game was Saturday, and uh, if you didn't see, you didn't hear. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, your your life is sh- so shallow and empty and meaningless. But uh, it. It was a fucking shitty game the first three and a half quarters. It got good at the end, which is what you want in a playoff game. You want that tension and that excitement of not knowing what's going to happen next, keeping you on the edge of your seat like a good Anne Rice novel. (laughs) Um, Anyway, fucking Anne Rice. But uh, the Cowboys play the Seahawks at home, and... uh, not much to say about this fucking game. Like I said, it's pretty boring up until the end. Uh, however, one of the highlights was Alan Hearns, wide receiver for the Cowboys, catching a pass, turning to run upfield, and a guy tackled him, but he fell down and he got his leg pinned underneath the tackler and his uh, his fibula, his tibula. It's the lower part of the leg, whatever the fuck it is. If you know what it is, good for you. He, he, he fucking... The guy, the guy tackling Alan Hearns landed on his leg and twisted it and fractured it, and his foot 
was sticking out to the side. Alright, sorry about that. We had a UPS package delivered. Guy rang the doorbell, walked away. What's up with those UPS guys? They ring the doorbell once and uh, they wait like literally 2.3 seconds and they turn around and do a brisk walk back to the truck. I know you got a lot of deliveries to make, but God, where's where's the fucking uh, where's the friendship, huh? Where's the where's the personal service? Where's the customer satisfaction? You just uh, just throw it down on the ground by the door, ring the doorbell, and run. We had a name for that when I was a kid. Anyway, uh, yeah. Now that we've covered our racist segment of the podcast. Moving on, back to uh, Alan Hearns. His foot, it was, it looked like somebody had taken a Gumby doll and just twisted one of the legs all the way to the side and then, like, back behind his body. It it was the weirdest looking thing. Um, a lot of people get queasy over that shit. They got a weak stomach. I th- thought it was fascinating. Um, but, uh you know, he didn't sit there and cry and whine. He just laid down and and writhed in pain and kind of banged his fist on the on the field a couple of times. They put him on a cart. They got him out of there. You know, he had a upset, disappointed, but calm look on his face. Those fucking football players are tough as shit. Of course, I'm sure adrenaline and and you know personal pride and machismo has a good amount to do with that. But either way. Fucking badass. Uh, good for him. He's going to get the medical attention he needs. He'll be back. But it was a gr- gruesome fucking injury. Anyway, the point is, uh, the Cowboys barely pull out the fucking win. I call it an upset. I think Seattle's the better team. But Dallas found a way to get it done at home. Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, oh, that guy looks like a fucking bad creation. For one of the Muppets on Sesame Street. He just looks fucking weird. He's got those dark black gums and huge horse teeth and that fucking hair sticking out of his helmet. Looks like he shaved the bush of an Iraqi woman who's 88 years old and then stuffed it inside his fucking helmet for extra padding. The shit's coming out of the fucking ear hole on the side of the helmet. It's fucking weird. Anyway, um, I'm going to talk about some guy's hair. I don't give a shit. I just think it looks weird. So let's get down to brass tacks. That is the game. Uh, number three ranked Chicago Bears. The Bears at home. Why does that sound like a leprechaun? Um, the Bears played the Philadelphia Eagles at home. Bears were the number three seed. They were this damn close to being the number two seed and getting a bye, which would have been fucking sweet. But as any decent Bears fan knows, or any football fan for that matter knows, the Chicago Bears seem to be des- be, be predestined to constantly be fighting an uphill battle. Regardless of their schedule, their opponents, the weather... Uh, who the front office decides to put in charge of players' operations and the coaching staff and the training staff and and all that. Uh, The Chicago Bears have been in the cellar for so long. 
here's a couple of stats here for you. Before coming into yesterday's playoff game, the Chicago Bears um, had made the playoff. Let's see, playoff. The Chicago Bears have made the playoffs. Now, keep in mind, this is this is since they won a Super Bowl in 1985. 85. They beat the New England Patriots in 85. That was the most dominant, probably the greatest defense ever the planet has seen on a football field. Okay. Um, the next three years, they made the playoffs but lost in the early rounds. 1990 and 91 and 94. Those were the only years in the 90s they made the playoffs. 90, 91, and 94. All three of which they lost either in the first or the second round. 2005 made the playoffs, lost in the first round. I remember that game. That was when fucking uh, Steve Smith went apeshit for the Carolina Panthers. Couldn't stop him. Here we go. 2006. Okay, that's fucking 13 years ago now that we're in 2019. 13 years ago. We got to the playoffs with a shit quarterback named Rex Grossman who threw, what, two or three interceptions. Uh, Erlacher could not keep Peyton Manning off the field and the Colts fucking won that game. Uh, 27 to 19 was the score. Fast forward four more years. 2010 playoffs. Conference championship. We had a first round bye against the Green Bay Packers. Jay Cutler gets hurt. He blows out his knee. Instead of hobbling around on crutches on the sideline, putting a fucking... Uh, you know, headset on, looking at the playbook, getting a cup of coffee and a blanket thrown around him, and getting in the ear of Eric Kramer, the next quarterback, I believe that was him, the next quarterback to go into the game to replace Cutler. Instead of being a fucking teammate, instead of being a team player, instead of being a leader, which he never fucking was and never will be because he's a douchebag piece of shit. Fuck Jay Cutler and his stupid ass. Um, he just sat there and he pouted on the fucking sidelines. And ultimately, we ended up barely, barely losing that game. And the Green Bay Packers went on to the Super Bowl to barely beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. 2010. That was the last time, the last time we were in the fucking playoffs. Nine years ago. Nine years. It's almost a decade, guys. It's a long fucking time. Well, it just blows by when you look back at your memories. (laughs) Nine years. Wild Card Sunday, January 6, 2019. Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are the reigning Super Bowl champions. Yes. Okay, so fucking what? It has been historically proven over time. There's like, what, six or seven teams, maybe eight all time 
since professional football started 100 years ago that have actually won back-to-back championships, whether it was in the NFL championship era or whether it was actually during the um, uh, the, the, uh, the the Super Bowl era, which I, I want to say started in the 60s. I don't, I'm not, I don't know that much. Um, teams don't repeat in the NFL. The last ones to do it, I think, was in 03-04, and that was the Patriots. That's it. And that's because Belichick and Tom Brady. And they haven't done it since. No one has repeated. And before then, it was in the fucking 90s. No one expected the Eagles to go all the way last year and and beat New England. Just like nobody expected Philly to make the playoffs this year, which, by the way, they fucking barely got in. They were the wild card. Carson Wentz got hurt again. And again, here comes Nick Foles doing Nick Foles shit. But the rest of their team? (laughs) Come on. They are not loaded with superstars. Doug Peterson's been coaching a long time. But 95-plus percent of all experts all picked the Bears to win easily at home. If you watch the game, I'm really sorry. We're going to get into it, and we're going to explain exactly what happened leading up to the Cody Parker, Cody Parker? Cody Parkey debacle. We'll be right back. This is the Angry Man's Carousel. Thanks for joining us on the Angry Man's Carousel. We are back. We're going to get into the game. It's a beautiful Monday afternoon. It's fucking January, and it's like 65 degrees outside. What's going on here? Um, I mean, we talked a little bit a second ago kind of about um, the playoff history for the Bears. Before we get back into it, uh, I'd like to thank our sponsors for the show today. show is sponsored by the Second Cup of Water. Jesus said, I am the living water. And he was right. Oh, yeah. I do love Jesus, but sometimes you just need some real water. All right, so here we go. Um, I explained to you the last time the Bears made it to the playoffs. That was 2010, fuckers. Listen, the, the entire reason I became a Bears fan was because in 1985, my older stepbrother was home from ROTC on winter break and all the hype, all the buzz surrounding the bears that year, 1985 uh, it's, it, it was infectious and my brother caught that bug, but it was that night during the viewing of the super bowl against the Patriots. He just started shouting. Yeah, come on, go bears. Dude. I was a little kid. I was like maybe nine or 10. My older brother was the coolest guy I could ever possibly dream up at the time. He turned to a fucking douchebag since then. But, um, you know, I just, I wanted to be like him. And so I thought, yeah, go Bears. Me too. I want to be like Big Brother. 
Go Bears win, win, win. And they crushed him. They fucking destroyed him. And after that year, my brother went off to the military and eventually got married and moved away, and we never heard from him again. But I was still very young and very impressionable at that time, and and I didn't start to understand what was happening until I became an adult and find, found out what a real piece of shit my brother turned out to be. So going through the rest of grade school and then junior high and high school and college and my military career and post-military work and leading up until now, every single year since 85, when they won that Super Bowl, I have not wavered. You know, you know how many 41-year-old men can say that since they were 10? Believe it or not, not that fucking many. I was never a bandwagoner fan. I never pretended that that I wasn't a fan and, and, and mixed company to avoid, you know, being mocked or getting criticism. You know how hard that is for a kid, that for a 10-year-old kid all through fucking junior high and high school and college? All those bad years that they had. We've made it to one Super Bowl since 85, and we got destroyed by Peyton Manning. Listen, check this out. I'm going to read you our record every year since that 85 Super Bowl. Okay? Super Bowl in 85, we won. Um, uh regular season we were 15 and 1 and then 14 and 2 and then 11 and 4 and then 12 and 4 and then 6 and 10 next 2 years 11 and 5 5 and 11 7 and 9 9 and 7 9 and 7 7 and 9 4 and 12 4 and 12 6 and 10 5 and 11 2001 13 and 3 but we lost the first fucking round 2002 4 and 12 7 and 9 5 and 11 11 and 5 lost in the playoffs. 2006 we lost the Super Bowl. 2007 7 and 9 and then 9 and 7 and then back to 7 and 9 in 2010. The last time we made the playoffs, 11 and 5. And then 8 and 8, 10 and 6 but didn't make the playoffs. 2013, 8 and 8, 5 and 11, 6 and 10, 3 and 13. Last year, 5 and 11. This year, 12 and 4. Won the division. Finished as the best defense in football. There's a couple of teams that gave up less total yardage. But we were number one against the run, and nobody else in the NFL this year had less points scored on them than us. We gave up the least amount of points for the entire year. That's a number one defense. I don't care who you are right there. We came into this game in Chicago... Excited. Uh, Matt Nagy has certainly made that team fun again. Club Dub, which is them basically 
partying and dancing like a bunch of fools in the locker room after every win. Which I think is pretty fucking immature and childish. But hey, whatever. Go ahead. Have your fun. If that's fun for you. Or maybe just be a fucking professional. Go home. Lick your wounds from the battle that you that ensued that week. And start prepping immediately for the next opponent. Take your job seriously. I think dancing around and showboating and then going to the locker room and fucking partying with a disco ball and, you know, fucking lighting effects and faux champagne. It's just fucking stupid. Grow up a little bit. But anyway, this game yesterday um, started extremely painfully. Going into halftime, Chicago was up 6-3. to three. Oh, well, Cody Parkey made all your points in the first half. <laughs> Slow down. Our defense held Philly to three points. You know how many points Philly scored in the game? 16. 16. You know how many Chicago scored? 15. And this here, this is why. I'll tell you why. Offense had some bright moments, but by and large, they never really got going. They never really got a full head of steam. Momentum, momentum, momentum is what wins you football games. And the Bears just didn't get it done, plain and simple. Some really bad play calling on offense. Defense was slow to regroup and get their bearing back a few times. We did intercept two passes, but they were either tipped or terribly thrown balls. Defense didn't make amazing plays. The one that, that Amos made in the end zone was, was, was a good read. But uh, by and large, I, I, listen, we've been doing that all year. We had the most, I want to say the most takeaways. If not the most takeaways, damn near right up there. And and the most points scored off of turnovers. Everyone knew this was going to be a, a hard-fought battle. But here's what nobody expected. Okay. The Bears kicker, Cody Parkey, he has... He's, he's kind of a journeyman, okay? The kid's only 26 years old, but he's he's no spring chicken. He started his career in Philadelphia the first two years um, where he actually had a pretty good deal of success. Um, you know, in, including uh, kicks from f- f- uh, 40 yards and 50-plus yards. 50-plus yards, he was 4-4 four four his rookie season. I want to say he was a pro bowler. Um, not exactly sure, but 2016, he got shipped off to the Browns. Played in 14 games. His long was 51. Ooh. He was 20-25 for 25 on his field goals. Um, and uh, yeah, his extra points, it's... Well, hold on a second. Where are we at? 14 games in 2016 with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Yeah. He hit uh, 20 out of 25 field goals. 
and he missed one extra point. Last year, he was with the Dolphins, played in all 16 games, was 21 out of 23. His long was 54. But uh, his extra points, he missed three of them. This year, with the Chicago Bears, played in all 16 games. His longest field goal was from 50. Field goals attempted, 30. Field goals made, 23. 23. 40 to 49 yards, he was only 9 out of 12. And 50 plus, he was 1 of 2. Extra points attempted, 45. Extra points made, 42. That's three plus seven. Okay, that's ten. That's ten times that he missed. Ten times. And a few of those other ones he should have missed. You calculate that up, you can make a very compelling argument that he was damn near one miss per game. You have one fucking job, dude. Seriously. You have one job. One. Kick the fucking ball straight. Am I saying that it's, you know, uh, super fucking easy? That there's never times where it's going to be a challenge? Well, no, of course not. I'm not saying that at all. Here's what I am saying. When the game is on the line and a quarterback throws an interception, you're going to blame that fucking quarterback. The game is on the line and the defense has to stop the other team from getting into the fucking end zone and they don't do that. You're going to blame the defense. And if you can win a playoff game by hitting a 43-yard field goal, which I'm sorry should be a fucking warm-up exercise for you, getting paid a million and a half dollars a year. He, Cody Parkey has nine million guaranteed. And a half million dollar signing bonus, I think. There's just no excuse for that. Well, he'd been perfect up until that point in the game. So fucking what? It doesn't matter. Maybe if he had missed a couple of field goals early in the game, our offense would have been more motivated not to settle up for a fucking kick. This is from Barstool Sports. Uh, this is a fan leaving the stadium yesterday, and I think he sums it up perfectly. $8 million, $10 million, $25 million. I don't know how much fucking Cody Parkey's getting fucking paid, but that little fucking cocksucker from South Florida can't make a goddamn fucking kick for his fucking life. I mean, how much fucking money we got to pay this fucking cocksucker? How much fucking opportunity... 
do you fucking need? How many fucking missed kicks is Cody Parkey gonna fucking hit this year? Eleven! Eleven! That's how many! Eleven! Fuck you, Cody! Fuck you! <laughs> oh, I couldn't have said it better myself. Obviously, this guy is from Chicago. He's, he talks like it. He's got that passion. He's got that gravel in his voice. Yeah, he looks like a rough and rowdy guy. Probably had some, uh, you know, fucking uh, chicken nachos at the game. Got a jalapeno stuck in his trachea. <laughs> Maybe a few beers while he's there. Because, look, if you're at an NFL playoff game, you're drinking a fucking beer. I don't care who you are. Oh, Jesus Fuck me. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, technically he's correct, including the playoffs. 11 missed fucking kicks this year. And going into the game, he was tied for the second most kicks in the entire league. Yet we kept him around. We brought him into a playoff game, and we trusted him. We say, hey, you're our guy, Cody. Go out there and get him. There's a story here from USA Today, and the title is, Wait, was Cody Parkey's missed field goal actually tipped by an Eagles player? Uh. Um, apparently, at the end of the game on Sunday, um, there was some discussion somewhere. I haven't seen the fucking video, but I'm, I'm going to dig it up later and watch. If I find it, I'll put a, a, a link to it in the show notes, but... Apparently, uh, Philadelphia's Trayvon Hester. What's up with these fucking names? Trayvon. T-R-E-Y-V-O-N. What are you, you fucking British butler who raps and DJs on the weekend? Trayvon Hester deserves some credit because it sure looks like he got a finger on it. Parky's kick hit halfway up the upright. And ricocheted off the crossbar, bringing the Bears' breakthrough season to an end. Yeah, we know it's a cruel end to. It was a cruel and appropriate end to a season in which he managed to hit uprights while missing field goals and extra points six times. Um, however, the ball's ro- rotation on Parkey's latest miss seems to change after going near Hester's hand. Plus, Hester showed off that left hand to reporters afterward, telling him he indeed got a finger on it. Uh, Bo Wolf, um, I don't know who the fuck this guy is, but uh, posted on Twitter, the Eagles are still alive thanks to the left hand of Trayvon Hester, who tipped Cody Parkey's final kick. And um, uh, according to Chris Long, who plays for the Eagles, um, had an emotional moment with his brother after the game, said it was tip two, and uh, uh, this there's just it's, it's just a fucking quote from Chris Long. It just says, kick was tipped. So yes, the ball looks like it was tipped, not that it changes anything for the Bears or how Parky feels about missing that kick, but it shouldn't fall on Parky. Um, okay, if you're playing keep away, with a group of kids in the park, and the idea is to throw a, to throw the ball that you're keeping away from the person you're playing keep away with from it, 
if you throw the ball where the fucking kid can reach it and tip it with his hands and 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 knock it down and have a chance to get at it, you don't know how to play keep away. The idea is to throw the ball over the other person's head to keep it away from them. Or throw it around them or or kick it on the ground between their legs, do something. And if you're an NFL kicker, you're not going to kick the fucking ball line drive so much especially at that distance 43 come on if it was 50 or 55 i completely get that argument this was a fuck this should be a chip shot i know a lot of people refer to chip shots in the nfl as being 30 or 35 or less but uh, come on 43 he's been in the league for 5 years and before that he had a collegiate career before that he was he had a high school career before that he had a fucking junior high career and before that Whatever the fuck they call it. <laughs> this guy's been doing it for years and years and years. And he's a professional and he's paid. He's guaranteed $9 million to kick a fucking ball. If an Eagles player tipped that fucking ball, it's because he did not get enough fucking air under it. And you can see in the replay in the video, if you watch that ball as it's approaching the fucking uh, uprights, it was already going down. It was losing fucking momentum. Oh, the air was cold and the ball, the the physics. Shut the fuck up. This dude fucking blew it. Sure, he feels bad, and he fucking should. The entire game shouldn't land on him. No, it shouldn't entirely land on him. But the fact that he had a chance to win it and he blew an easy fucking kick. Sure, there was probably a lot of pressure on him. You know, um, th- this probably doesn't help either. Philadelphia Eagle fans are just the fucking worst. If you're, a, if you're a Philly fan, you can go fuck yourself. Not because we lost. You're just an asshole. You've always been an asshole and you always will be a fucking asshole. And nobody likes you and... You're going to die alone, and uh, we hope your mother gets cancer. Philadelphia fans are the fucking worst fans in any sport. They're just, they're just a bunch of dicks. Philadelphia fans taunt Chicago Bears kicker Cody Parkey for missing field goal by sending him Venmo payments. Tough Monday morning for uh, Bears kicker Cody Parkey, but at least he's being compensated for. By the way, this story uh, by MarketWatch.com. The kicker missed a late 43-yard uh, yard field goal that would have won Sunday's game against the Eagles, blah, 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 um, ending his overachieving team's bid uh, to advance in the playoffs, da, da, da. Uh, the missed field goal has already been called among the most brutal in NFL playoff history. The kick looked like a winner until its leftward drift resulted in it hitting the upright, then the crossbar, drawing gasps from the crowd. Parkey, 26, in his first season with Chicago, told reporters, uh, we don't care. Um, Eagles fans, however, were elated that he'd missed and appreciative. Immediately after the game, they began rewarding, or you might say taunting, Parkey by sending him money via the payment app Venmo. One dollar per point you left on the board, wrote one Eagles fan in a note accompanying a payment to Parkey. 
Thank you for sucking. Go birds, wrote another. See what I'm talking about? Other messages consisted entirely of eagle and football emoji. The payment app does not show payment amounts, only that a payment was made. Notes describing payments can be seen by anyone using the app unless users make them private. Parky's profile was public, but it has since been made private, and Venmo does not show the total number of payments made for a particular reason, even if the person in question has privacy settings on public. Here's a few of them right here. Tough luck, but thanks, Cody. Like you never left. Another one, $1 per point. Yeah, we covered that one. Another one says double doink. Um, another one says thank you, next. Another one says, uh, this is on Twitter, by the way. Philly would like to thank you. Uh, yo, thanks for the miss. Chokey? I can't read that. Anyway, um, savvy Venmo users were quick to cash in on the kicker's misfortune. One, use, one username was opportunistically changed to Cody Parkey, please help me pay for school. And another became not Cody Parkey, but need beer money. By Monday morning, dozens of fake Cody Parkies had flooded the platform. The phenomenon underscores the fact that Venmo transactions are entirely public unless users change their privacy settings. Meanwhile, even Bears fans got busy directing funds to another cause. Getting rid of Parky, Bears set up a GoFundMe page, which is now inactive, with the goal of buying out the remainder of Parky's reported four-year, oh shit, four-year $15 million contract. Yeah, that's way too much money for a kicker, especially one this bad. Holy cow. Well, there you have it. Um, listen, do I feel bad for the fucking kid? Yeah. Okay, but he has no idea what the fuck Bears fans have endured for the better part of 34 years now, actually. Fuck me. 85, right? 95? 2005? 2015? Add four more? Yeah. 95, 2005, Yeah. 34 fucking years. Well, 33 technically, but... Gee, that's the majority of my life, man. 30 fucking years we've waited for a chance to, to get, get... Listen, we were never going to beat... We were never going to beat Peyton Manning and the Colts in the Super Bowl in, in 2006. We were just offensively way overmatched. And Rex Grossman was a fucking joke. He was an experiment, a flash in the pan, and what the fuck has he done since? Have you heard from him? Yeah, me neither. There's a reason for that. We're going to go and wrap up the show, but I want to encourage all Bears fans out there not to lose hope. Um, we're set up really well for next year. I could talk about this all day, but I'm not going to because I got to go out and look for a job today. That's right. My... Uh, my, my seasonal part-time position uh, ended last Friday, which means I am back on the unemployment line. So, I've got a busy week ahead of me, but I'm going to be uploading new episodes um, uh, as often as possibly every day. So, be looking forward to that. And uh, if you haven't yet, connect with us on social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, we're not on Facebook because fucking lame. And uh, if you want to email the show, just email the fucking show. 
It's in the show notes. All you have to do is click on the little blue link, you retard. Uh, very happy birthday wishes uh, go out to my friend Jay. Uh, he's going to be a guest again on the podcast because <laughs> apparently not that many people are inter- interested in coming on. Um, I actually got in touch with my old veterinarian to, to come on the show and be a guest and talk about cats and dogs. Um, still waiting to hear back on that one, fingers crossed, but we, we are going to have some, some new and, and, uh, um, so, some new guests on, uh, this year. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's a thing. It's going to happen. So, um, Cody Parkey, you fucking suck. And if the bears have a goddamn brain cell left in their head after banging it against the fucking wall, the last 14 hours, they will get rid of this fucking kid. And they will bring in somebody, maybe a veteran. Um, you know, and for the, by the way, for those of you people out there that are saying, oh, well, uh, it's a team effort. Uh, you would have scored touchdowns. You wouldn't have had to rely on your fucking kicker. Okay. Okay, great. By that argument, you could say the same thing about your fucking quarterback. Right? Well... Well, if you're, uh, you know, if you're, uh, if, if, if you're, yeah, I, I'm not going to get into it. It's, 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 it's a stupid argument. And if you're on that side of it, you, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't understand football. And, uh, the kicker has such a, a small role to play. And I'll tell you this, if it was your fucking team and your kicker blew it and your team lost because of that. You'd be singing a much different song today. Nobody feels that way until it happens to them. So, until next time, be good to each other and don't be a fucking douchebag. It's been the Angry Man's Carousel.